Hello, and welcome to the twelfth episode of Soundwave. Woo! Hi, hey, we got we got a guest in the the studio again with us. We got Ryan here. Hey, it's, it's good to be here. And Pete is gone today, and Kelsey's over here too. Yay. The excitement just pouring. Fucking eye hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, rough day over there. How was yeah. your day? Uh, it was pretty good. I walked to the library, got. I found out that there was... <laughs> Fuck him! I walked to the library, the library and found out they had out. a lot of Doctor Who episodes there. So, Ooh, like ones. the old ones, like the classic one. I watched nice. the very first one. Um, so you rented the, the movies and... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, um, you borrow them? Yeah, I borrowed them <laughs> from the library. They're full free! Full free! <laughs> I, I think I'm going to make a, a daily occurrence just so I can get a walk-in. and. You found your library card! I didn't. They, Those bitches don't let you check out no, anything without your no. library card. And they They're don't mean. let you get a new one either, usually. Or they, else they give you a yeah. little stink eye. They, yeah. they sent it to me because apparently I left it in the computer lab. There. Uh, <laughs> I, went there uh, I went there once. Like the first time. This is the second time I've been there <laughs> since the summer. And uh, the first time I left it there and they sent it to me a couple days later. So that was cool. But I don't know. I watched Doctor Who today. It's always a good day. Nice. Yeah. How's your day, Matthew? Meh. Meh, been better. Bitches. Uh, I'm trying to figure out Fuji Rock. I want to yeah. go to Fuji Rock really bad. See the cure. Yep. So I'm figuring out hotels and everything with that sometime. So wait. But yeah. On another note, let's go into music news. How <gasps> about that? Right. Same notes. Music. <laughs> Mumford and Sons bassist Ted Dwayne. Uh, posted a message on Monday saying he is recovering from after his brain surgery to remove a blood clot. Mm-hmm. Dwayne posted a picture of himself with a shaved head and the caption, Bear with a sore head. Thanks so much for all the well wishings. It seems to be working. I'll be home. I'm home. Yeah, mm-hmm. not I'll be home. Uh, the band was forced to cancel the final three dates of its summer stampede tour last week after doctors discovered the clot on the surface of Dwayne's brain. Um, Jack Johnson filled Mumford and Sons headlining slot on Saturday's Bonnaroo Festival in Manchester, Tennessee. Which is a very weird replacement. Yeah, I guess he was there already. He was going on stage with another band, and then they're like, hey, we like you. You should oh, headline you should this night. you should just do this. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Black Sabbath's new album, 13, has given them their first British number one album in nearly 43 years. Holy shit, they're oh, old. <laughs> Uh, I've heard a couple songs. I like it a lot so far. Black Sabbath. <clears throat> oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, LA oh, Weekly man. has published the 20 worst bands of all time list. I don't know if I agree with all of them. Mm. Should I just start listing them off? Yeah. yeah who's? Uh, 20. We got Spin Doctors. We got The Tours. We got Oasis. Fish. Four Non Blondes. Pretty Rick. Foreigner. Wings. Fleet Foxes. What the fuck? And Red Hot Chili Peppers. What the fuck? That's 20 through 11. There's a lot on there. Yeah, you're like, Fleet Foxes. That's bullshit. Red Fleet Hot. Foxes and Red Hot, like, absolutely not, you And bitches. I don't know if I'd put Wings in there, too, because they've had a big influence on... Oh, they're terrible. Well, they've had a huge influence <laughs> on this. Yeah. Uh, 10 through 1. 10, we got Pussycat Dolls. Correct. Correct. Uh, 9 is Rush. Correct. Oh, <laughs> uh, eight is Hootie and the Blowfish. Hootie. Mm. Uh, seven is Pearl Jam. <gasps> I like Pearl Jam. Six is Black Eyed Peas. They're 
Oh man, they're not uh, the best band, but like they're kind of innovative the, a little bit. The worst. No, yeah, they wouldn't be on. They, I don't think if, they, if you put them somewhere, I think uh, you'd put them on nineteen. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't. Uh, five six. is Animal Collective. Meh. Four is Sex Pistols. <gasps> Three oh, is LCD Sound System. Two is the Eagles. Eagles. And <gasps> number one is Dave <laughs> Matthews Band. I think what? that's right. Dave Matthews Band. It's not, <laughs> not the. It's they not have the like worst. two songs that are okay. Uh, The writers seem to delight in poking at each chosen band's fans, saying that number nine's Rush. It is often said that people either love Rush or hate them, but more accurate statement is that most people hate Rush. Well, scattered few really love them. Sort of like anchovies, (laughs) in fact. It's quite fair to call Rush the anchovies of rock music. That's hilarious. Yeah. Today when we went for pizza... My aunt and uncle are like, what do you like on your pizza? I go, anything but anchovies, because I'm not picky. <laughs> not picky. Not picky with so music. So Rush has anchovies in your head? Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> fuck anchovies. Well, a lot of hate for the... I have a lot of hate today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this should make you happy then, right? Good. Uh, Moby has offered independent filmmakers what seems too good to be true, but isn't. It's its entire catalog of music. Mm-hmm. For free. Oh my gosh. In a video on Moby Grot... Gratis? MobyGratis.com. Gratis. 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 <laughs> the artist Shut announced up. that more than 150 cuts and unreleased tracks will be available for nonprofit Aww. projects for independent and nonprofit filmmakers, film students, and anyone in need of free music for their independent nonprofit film, video, or short. Oh. Uh, for commercial projects, all sync proceeds will benefit the Humane Society. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That is how uh, a lot of bands should be. Yeah, and like for small, I mean, for independent filmmakers to like get the rights to anything yeah. is damn Ridiculous. near impossible, yeah. isn't it? And to pay for it's outrageous. I mean, they're an independent filmmaker; they're not making any money. And like, I'm sure a lot of these bands would be like, "Oh yes, go ahead, use my music," but it's the labels. It's the are, labels. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Uh, Kim Deal has left the Pixies. What? The band released. Paul Serena. <laughs> the band released a statement <laughs> on her departure. We are sad to say that Kim Deal has decided to leave the Pixies. We are very proud to have worked with her on and off over the last 25 years. Despite her decision to move on, we will always consider her a member of the Pixies, and her place will always be here for her. We wish her all the best. I have no idea who the Pixies are. Where's oh, my mind? Just, bro, bro, I'm just you saying. know them. You would know probably. Song. I'm not really good with just names. Serena really likes the pickies, okay. pixies. So the like, pickies. Pickies. <laughs> so like you've probably been in the car yeah, with us probably. listening to the pixies. So here comes your man. Yeah. Oh. That's not a very good rendition. <laughs> Pink Floyd has held right, out thanks. against Spotify for quite some time, but now Rockers cat- the Rockers catalog has arrived on the streaming service. Spotify. Spotify. Spotify hmm. announced the w- the news on Twitter, confirming that fans hit the million stream mark to unlock Pink Floyd's catalog last week. The service kicked off a campaign that states that if the fans were able to push the stream of Pink Floyd's "Wish You Were Here" track past a million spins, Spotify would unlock the band's catalog. The mark oh. was hit Monday afternoon, and now Pink Floyd's full catalog is available to listen to. Oh. The only problem I have with Spotify is that it used to be like Pandora. You could just listen to it on their website. Yeah. And, but and now just you stream it. Now you have to download it to yeah. your computer. And when yep. you turn your computer on, that's the first fucking thing that turns you gotta on. You got to go on the preferences and mm-hmm. turn that Yeah, off. I know. 
it just it bogs down your computer no matter what. I mean, I have a shitty computer at work, and I shouldn't be downloading no, shit yeah, at work and anyways. Seeing but as like, you're using the free version, it has a whole uh-huh. bunch of advertisements yep. that'll bog and it down like even more. And they're like 20 times louder than the actual song. It fucking <laughs> yeah. sucks. That's how it is on Pandora, too. Like, yeah, there's as loud. I don't mind those advertisements, though. They're short, quick ones, and yeah. if you're just listening to it in the background, then... Right, and if I mean, and it's on your browser, so yeah. like whatever, yeah. Yeah. but... Uh, an anti-poverty painting by Tom York and longtime friend Stanley Donwood titled Business School for the Dead is up for auction. Uh, Stanley Donwood is the one who has done all the album covers for oh. Radiohead since oh, the Benz. cool. Uh, current estimates place, price the painting between 5000 and $6,000 with all proceeds set to benefit the trade justice movement, a coalition of organizations that fight the end of poverty and hunger. Cool. York commented on Twitter uh, about the piece going up for sale. He says... Hope someone in the financial industry buys this. What a novelty to have a painting at an auction. <laughs> ah. That's great. Um, some new releases this week include 303's Omens, uh, Empire of the Suns 303. Yeah. Isn't that the Denver uh, area code? They they came to Mar- Marquette, like Northern Michigan University, a couple years ago. Or I remember Jim Pfaff liking these guys a lot and when he moved to Colorado. 303. Oh, me. Apparently. Ohio? They're, they're no, it's like three. Oh, oh three. Like, yeah, uh, I gotcha. Well, enough on 303. They're, anyway, they've been around for a while okay, now. Sorry. Okay, sorry. They're a warp tour kind of a band. Gotcha. Uh, Empire of the Suns, Ice on the Dune, Hanson's Anthem, uh, <laughs> Kanye West, Yeezus. Oh, man. I I went to Target the other day and uh, I saw West. that well, actually yesterday, right? That's what it would be. And, uh, well, I'm just saying oh. Tuesday. It's me yeah, and yeah, music. Yeah. yeah. And I was looking oh, at it. It's a blank case with a blank CD inside. And you can see right through a blank, like, jewel case with a blank no picture on it. And then you turn oh. it over on the back, and there's a sticker with white writing on it. That's it? Yeah. You're paying, what, 17 bucks for that? Yep. Bullshit. I know. Call that bullshit. Yeah, you buy those things so you have the actual like. So you have it with the album and yeah, uh, yeah, album artwork. You don't buy a jewel case and a CD with no writing on it. No, you might as well fucking download that shit. You get like a bonus track. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, Kanye, jeez, jackass. Uh, Mac Miller's watch watching movies with the sound off and Sugar Rose's. Kiv Kivker 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 Kivker. Interesting. <clears throat> they uh, they play one song on the current, and I crank it all the time. Oh, it's yeah. it's really good, and not it's not slow and dreamy like the other stuff. It's actually more fast paced going oh, into really? the, the Jonesy oh. area. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Um, um, is eighty five cents? <laughs> uh, let's go into album review then. Um, I did okay. Empire of the Suns on last minute last night. Uh, Ice on the Dunes because it's me and mm-hmm. Kelsey both forgot about Coco Rosie. Yeah, whoops, sorry guys. So uh, I wrote this last night, and here it goes. Empire of the Sun is an interesting band to say the least. With their futuristic fantasy costumes and dreamy electro pop dance music, I think the best way to describe them is as fun and not too serious. They are from Australia and kind of just came out of nowhere with their multi-platinum album Walking on a Dream in 2008. Empire is made up of two longtime collaborators, Luke Steele from Sleepy Jackson and Nick Littlemore of Panow. I think that's how you say it. Oh, okay. And uh, I guess Nick Littlemore has uh, become friends with Elton John, and that's how Walking on a Dream got what? so big. And then, yeah, they've been collaborating, not collaborating, but good working to together have. for a long time. I know. Yeah. Uh, that's super cool. And then, uh, I guess Nick Littlemore is not touring with Empire of the Sun right now, 
because for the oh. past for you few years he's been working with Cirque du Soleil. <gasps> what? He's in the circus, I guess. <gasps> oh, wow. So he's cool. he's going to China now, and that's why he's not on stage. If anybody's seen him and wondering where's Nick, right? That's why he's not there. Oh, cool. Ice on the Dune isn't far off from Walking on a Dream. If anything, it's more put together and flows nicely throughout. On Walking on a Dream, I always just stop listening after Swordfish Hot Kiss Nights. Uh, there are two distinct halves in that one, and I always just yeah, I do got bored of the, yeah. the second half, so I always listen to the first. The difference with Ice on the Dunes is that the first listen, it's very straightforward, and where am I? Very straightforward electropop, but after a couple listens, I can tell that there is more there's more depth to it than Walking on a Dream there mm-hmm. is. Uh, DNA, DNA stands out for me, and I think it should have been the first single, but Alive is perfect as well. The highlight for me on Walking on a Dream was Country. It's a nice instrumental that keeps building into something quite spectacular. I was very pleased that they created another great, almost instrumental, in the middle of the album, like they did in that one. It's called Old Flavors. It's more of a song you could hear at First Avenue's Too Much Love than mm-hmm. a beautiful driving song like Country is, but it's great nevertheless. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other highlights include the cinematic fantasy intro, um, uh, Lux, and then it goes into DNA, okay. and the, the sing-along concert pitch, that's what that one's called, it's kind of like the first half stand, oh. standing on the shore, yeah. uh, and the dreamy I'll be around, and the disco-y disarm. Wow. It's a it's a decent Sounds album. I have yeah, to listen a, to it a couple more times. They're a bunch times. of weirdos. I know they're, um, but they're I like them. Um, the first time when I went to Chicago for when Kelly graduated from college, you had just given me Empire of the Sun, and I was just like, "This is so incredibly <laughs> weird." But I liked it because I was like getting into it. And then when I went to the fashion show, they used it for the fashion show. Oh, I was really? like, Oh my god, this is perfect. No, yeah, they. It was so good. The whole persona that they have and their album covers, it's yeah. It's it's something else. Like yeah. I don't know how to describe. They're a little out there. That's what they look like, Ryan. Yeah, like outrageous. Yeah, that is pretty costumes. <laughs> pretty crazy. And I'm sure they put on like a show. No, yeah, when like I've performing. seen pictures on, of, and they got props and stuff, and they got yeah. backup dancers and See, everything. I like that. They're they're a cheesy band who don't really. It's like they don't really care that much, but they know they're making good music in a way. Like right, and people enjoy it. People like the little the- weird ones. Around. This is the single from it. This reminds me of something. But I like it. They're they're a fun band. I just yeah, that's cool. Yeah. They look like they have fun too. That's yeah, you why, can tell that's for why I sure. I think I that like them because they're uh, they're definitely having fun making the music. I mean, and, and like they look like it. fools too. So. Oh yeah, they look stupid. <laughs> awesome. But uh, yeah, go get Empire of the Suns, Ice on the Dunes, and let us know what you think. Uh, maybe we'll get Coco Rosie next week. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Let's go into the weekly theme. All right. <laughs> This week is crank the volume the moment you hear a song, kind of on instinct. And there's a lot like yeah. that. I can oh think my of. god, this was so hard. Really? What? To 
to to like bring it down. I mean, like oh, to narrow it, it down. I thought you and meant then of course, you no, to no, no. And then Ryan told me like his suggestions, and I was like, oh my god, that's a good. One. Oh, I don't know. How is it? Yeah, it's it's so hard sometimes for me to pick three that I really that would yeah. be perfect. But I I texted a lot of my friends and I I asked them, you know, what would their answer be? And some of them are terrible answers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like what? Um, one was I believe. Um, baby got back. Other one was uh, <laughs> big butts. Um, and then there was other ones. Uh, I didn't write them down, but they're really good songs. Um, uh, I can't, now I can't remember. I should have written That's them down. Okay. But they're they're a little crazy. A lot of rock songs. Like I feel like that's well, yeah. Anything that has a driving force, yeah. so that's what gets you yeah. going. And it is. I just pictured in the car mostly. Yeah, as music. do I. And like mm-hmm. when we. This weekend when we were dancing at the wedding, when Bohemian Rhapsody came on, like that is like one that yeah you can like, easily just everybody yeah. like you crank it up like everybody knows it and you're like singing along and you like <laughs> all do the parts. But that one's kind of a given. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll start it out. Uh, my first one is actually "Tranny" by Kings of Leon. Hmm. Um, I just thought of that because when we were driving home the other night, I turned it up. And, of course, I cranked it when the song kind of comes to an end. Yeah. It's one of those songs that just keeps building and building and building. And finally, you're just like, oh, my God. And yeah. I, yes, Kings are great. First couple seconds. To the last, I think. Okay. This is a good like ending. And that's why I like it a lot too, because it's not actually the end of the the album. Yeah. Uh, Ryan. All right. Well, we got uh, "Don't Stop Believing" by and Journey. By Journey, yeah. And uh, I feel like everybody. I mean, this is general statement. Everybody likes or hates this song, but it's a real good song. But you sing along to it nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows you it. You may hate it, but yeah, you... you You're still gonna sing it. Every, yeah. Especially at sports stadiums, everybody just goes crazy. You hate oh, yeah. it, but you love it. And yeah. I only got eight seconds of it. Sorry about yeah, that, but uh, yeah. Don't stop believing. Smell a lot in cheap perfume. Such a good one. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody knows it. And, um, like all these songs, they're, um, they're just, they have meaning just like joking around with friends, like just these songs. Like I used to hate it. And now <laughs> like my friends like played it so much that I actually like it now. So, yeah. Kelsey, your first one. My first one is Home by Edward Sharper and the Magnetic Zeros. Um, we used to listen to this on the way to work when you picked me up. Like the first summer I lived back here. Oh, yeah. We would listen to it with the windows down so incredibly loud. Good one. I love duets like a lot. When yeah, how they ma- oh, push they it back play and off forth. each other. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's so good. It's very that song's very catchy. Yeah, it is catchy. But I, I was think debating on playing like, the first part, but I thought I'd push it back. Just okay. Alabama, Arkansas. I love that. Yeah. I do love my mom. I sure. Yeah, what is it? I do love my mom and pop. <laughs> yeah, I love that one. 
Uh, my next one is Death of Seasons by AFI. Uh, <laughs> beware of your ears, but I crank it every time is I love it. Is this one of their first? <laughs> it's on the Sing the Sorrow album. Yep. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I watch the stars as they fall from the sky. Uh, how do I know that? Yeah, every time I hear that, I always just crank Crank it it as loud as possible Mm -hmm. in my car. And I'll always remember uh, blacking out at the concert during that song. Concert I was with at you? Mm, I don't know if it was. Well, thank you, blacked out at mine. Did you go? You didn't go to the Crash Love concert, no. I went to that one by myself, I'm pretty sure. Why'd you black out? Because I went into the mosh pit that I normally don't go in, oh, no. and then I, I kind of I I remember going to the bathroom, but it's a really big blur. And then I kind of just woke up in the bathroom, and I was like, "Whoa! How much of the show did I miss? I don't even know." That's right. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I got I got hit. <laughs> yeah, that's those are dangerous. Well, yeah. Whenever they play those songs, that's what gets people going. Well, right. Yeah. Ryan. All right. My next one is "Free Fallen" by Tom Petty. And um, it's also one of those ones where I used to, for some reason, I just used to dislike Tom Petty. Oh my God, and then amazing. I learned how to play guitar, <laughs> and Free Fallen was one of the first songs. And so every time, it's just got to crank it up. Usually Peter's running this now, so. Oh, right. <laughs> I see what's happening. I always think it's interesting how simple his songs are and how oh, they humongous are. his but songs they're good. are. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kelsey? My last one is The Story by Brandy Carlisle. Actually, it's your second one. Oh, fuck. It's, oh. Oh, I got ahead of myself. How about let's just go with The Story as your second one? Sweet, because the last one's my favorite anyways. Okay. Is the show Saturday the 29th? Take a mama for her birthday. Oh, nice. I didn't think about you. <laughs> uh, that's okay, but I still feel slighted, even though I oh, don't really care. Okay, but. all right. Yeah, who else? It's gonna be Avid Brothers and Avid Brothers. <gasps> oh, oh. Do we have to oh get, come on. Do we have to get you a ticket? No, 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 we, no they're like nah. 40 bucks. Nah, we'll sit on, we sit on the lawn. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who, yeah, what's you the other go. one? Uh, Someone else. Who's the other uh, one? It's Dr. Dog, I think. Who's that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Dr. Dog. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. We can, get, we can get you a ticket. I'll see if I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa! I'll, I'll, whoa! I'll, I'll try and fit in my schedule. <laughs> All right. Shit. My third one is Time by Pink Floyd. And it's the... The the first part of the song goes goes and that one I it's kind of like another musical moment oh, that I okay. have <laughs> where it cranks I crank it every time it gets to uh, like a certain point a certain point nice. it's after the guitar solo and it's this part. 
really terrible with knowing names of songs. Well, also, you Especially don't really Pink listen Floyd to Pink Floyd much. Well, no, but and when I listen to it, it's like... <laughs> they all mesh together. <laughs> I don't know where the song ends or begins. Ever. 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 Ever, ever? Ever, ever? Ryan? <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> this needs a little explaining. Next one is Young Girl by Gary Puckett and the Union Gap. Um, I've only heard it by... You cradle robber. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a weird <gasps> song. Yeah. But... Basically, it's like like don't stop believing. It's kind of like uh, it's it's just a joke. It's just one of the crazy songs that like we found. My buddy Pete, um, he just you got a buddy Pete too. Yes, I do. Um, he, uh, <laughs> He's he, got a buddy named Pete. <laughs> he introduced um, me and Brian to it, and actually, I went to my buddy um, Trevor and his now wife uh, Tyler their wedding, and right before um, we were. Like the wedding, we were playing that song, Young Girl, and his grandma came up to him <laughs> and was like, Are you sure you're supposed to be playing that song the day of your wedding? <laughs> um, Let's but, just go right into it then. Yeah. Because you better run, girl. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> Jeez, Gary Puckett. What a dirty old man. Yeah, my uh, my buddy Brian um, and I were talking about it, like trying to actually like dissect the song. <laughs> Just don't. No, Just no, don't. don't do that. It's like, um, no, I'm out. Like, no, nah, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's just a funny song, you know. It Just gotta funny. crank it, especially with my friends. It was the innocent seventies, okay? <sighs> yeah. Innocent. Afternoon delight. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Kelsey. Uh my last one's Whatever Happened by the Strokes. And I love them. I love this song. Um, it's in uh Oh, I know this song. Tim Marie it's on the Marie Antoinette soundtrack. It's so good. Reminds me of Serena when we were like 15. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> microphones. Oh, God. No. God. no, that's a that's a fun song. Yep, it is. Yep, it is. Uh, let us know what your uh, what songs make you want to crank the volume on our Facebook, please. I wrote. I forgot to update yep, that yep, since last week. Sorry, guys. Um, we were bored of Essential albums, so we thought we'd figure out something else here to do and we did kelsey thought of albums that kind of remind you of places i don't know if you've been brought up to speed with this ryan or not i forgot that it was albums i kind of just well if it's songs you can let us know songs uh, um sufjan stevens does has his um illinois and then michigan mm-hmm. albums that, i mean obviously that's really obvious but i, I kind of t- took it as um songs that remind you um, not so much as like places, but like kind of like where you are, yeah. where you were when you heard it, or or that's stuff good. like that. I don't know. Yeah, that that that's what we're basically going for here too. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I some ones that come to my mind when I was thinking about this. 
Uh, when I was in Japan in 2007 is when I found out about Mew. And I've kind of just become obsessed with them ever since. But Fringers is the album. And there's a song on there. Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while. I think it's 185 or something. or hmm. I can't remember. But it's really it's slow and dreamy. And mm-hmm. I just remember listen, like in my cot while I was in Japan. And I just remember listening to that in my headphones over and over and over again. And then while I was in Japan, too, is when I basically got a hold of Daft Punk's Discovery album and the video that went along with it. Mm-hmm. So I would sit... I, we would have to sleep in the same room as the campers and stuff. We'd mm-hmm. each get our own group of kids. And there was no room for me anywhere, so I went and slept in the closet. And, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's just oh, wow. piled around everywhere in this room. There's no beds or anything. It's all laying onto Tommy mats with futons. So I just went, oh. into, went into the closet, and there's pillows everywhere. So it was perfect. Right. And then I remember I was sitting there, and I was just watching the Discovery album on my little iPod, my iPod video oh, yeah. at the time. Oh, <laughs> I watched God. it like four times while I was in Japan. And yeah, Daft Punk and Mew are two bands that are going to remind me of Japan, Japan. forever. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Sounds about right. What about you? I have a few. First one is The National, and it's the Boxer album. Um, I would walk to Trader Joe, Trader's, Trader Joe's, whatever the fuck it's called, in Chicago, and it was like miles away from my apartment. And I would always go in the fall, and I'd always wear the shittiest shoes, and I don't know why. And I would always listen to this on the way back. Is like my routine. And I would never wear my shoes, and I would like get home with blisters, but it was like such a good, like... <laughs> fall pretty album and it just like calmed me down after walking several miles carrying lots of heavy things from Trader Joe's because they have cool shit but that one I always think of that um another one is Nina Simone's Young Gifted in Black (laughs) (laughs) Daniel gave me her in college and I really like her um but I had my printer broke and I couldn't print my like English paper at home. And I was like, high anxiety. Where the fuck am I going to print this? I got it. I don't have time. And so you can print them in the English department. You just go in and say, hey, can I just get on my email? And, and it's not a big deal. But of course, I'm terrified because, you know, people, weird things, you know, stuff. And so I walk into the English department lobby and Nina Simone's Young, Gifted, and Black is blaring. <laughs> you can't hear anything but her belting it out. And I was like, oh. So wheat. And the guy that was like sitting behind the counter, I was just like nonchalant, like, hey guy, like could you could I like do this? And I was like, totally cool. And like now I think of like it's like my calming, like if I have anxiety, it's like, oh think of that. Like you hear this music, it like totally was like a comfort zone. Um so that's kind of a cool English department lobby. Like that's what I think of when I think of her. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan. All right. I've been thinking for all of however long you were talking for about it um so uh donovan anybody familiar with donovan oh, yeah. Yeah, Mellow yeah, yellow hurdy gurdy yeah um i just remember there's two two moments I, I remember in high school just sitting in my room downstairs burning incense and listening to donovan <laughs> and just like you dirty hippie yeah and you it's dirty hippie. definitely like just like tranquil and like just relax relaxation and then Hurdy Gurdy, the song, I remember Nathan Walker and myself. Um, I was a drummer at that point. I don't play drums. I didn't back then. <laughs> um, he was and, a drummer. Cool, yeah, cool. and Nathan played his acoustic guitar. And 
we just played that song like in the playhouse. I had bongos, so we played. Hell yeah! You had bongos, <laughs> like little bongos. Not like, but, I don't know. But what? it was magic, music magic. Oh, it was it was beautiful. Uh, it just reminds me of, <laughs> it was of like beautiful. all the all the failed times that we played music. Oh, nice together! <laughs> Hell yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I had a couple more that uh, Underworld's Oblivion with Bells, and uh, Peter was talking about that last week too about our many moments of driving, and this was one particular one that we were dropping off. Somebody. Oh, I can't right. remember who it was or what it was, but that was that one song. But the entire album. When that album came out, me and Peter would drive around for hours upon hours listening to that album over and over and over again. And uh, so that one will always just be me and Peter and County Road O usually. <laughs> nice. Uh, and the other one is Pink Floyd Animals. And when I first heard that album, I was absolutely fascinated. It's only like five songs, I think. Oh, really? Oh, and no, really 17 minutes, 23 minutes, and 18 minutes or something. Right. And the first opening two are both like three minutes each. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would listen to that and I'd stare at the album cover over like all the time. And it's a picture of Battersea Park in uh, London. The four pillars and it's a power station and stuff. And it's got the pig floating in the air there. And I've always wanted to visit that. So when I went to Japan, that was my mission to go and find this thing. And it was way out. Yes, London. Sorry, I was thinking. Of the, uh, oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, when I went to London, and that was one of my missions. Like, Let's out of anything else, it. was to go right. see the Battersea Park. Like, it was <laughs> oh, way out funny. in the middle of nowhere, and I think I just ended up walking. Like, I started at my hostel, oh, and yeah. I knew it was in one general direction, and I spent the entire noon afternoon like just going walking. There? I didn't yeah. know if I was in safe areas. I didn't know. I think I right. You just kept one going. point. I was not in a safe area. I remember that, but otherwise. Yeah, I'll just. I always remember that walking on a mission to go find a Pink Floyd album cover. That is like, so funny. Of all the things you can do in London, that's, that's the one. What you that was one of do. my highlights. And I remember also when I, I was actually listening to Animals when I was going from uh, Heathrow to downtown London. Mm-hmm. You take the train and you actually drive past Battersea. And I was listening to Animals while I was looking up, and I'm like, "Holy! There anybody is. else is anybody, anybody? else seeing nope. this? Nobody cares. No. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, that that will be one of my most favorite moments with music, right there. I think that's cool. Anything else from you? I Fleet Foxes, Helplessness Blues. Um, Danny and I listened to it on the way home from our friend Emily's wedding. And I'd listened to it before and I like it, but like he really likes the fleet foxes and I mean, they're, they're lovely. Um, but we got all teary eyed and I was, he like looked at me and I looked at him and he goes, well, I didn't think this was going to happen. I go, what? He goes, we're crying. And I was like, Oh my God, what is happening? <laughs> and weddings always make me cry no matter who it is. But like, it's such a strange feeling. Um, but yeah, that'll remind me. And he drives like a fucking bad I know he does. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I, th- I was scared for my life when we're crying and trying to listen to this beautiful music, but I was trying not to pay attention to the road. Yeah, we were, um, we, he was trying crying. to talk to me about music when we were in Chicago and he's driving and we're flying down the road and I can't hear. And then, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> that but yeah, that funny. one will always remind me of us crying in the car. Oh, wow. Jeez. It's a good memory though. It is. No, I, oh, I'll keep it forever. It's great. No, you're just going to throw it off on the side of the road over there. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Soundwave. New, did you have another one? I'm sorry. I just thought of one. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Go right ahead. All right, so Pete Seeger, everybody knows who's, yeah. who Pete Seeger is, yep, yep. is uh, Carnegie Hall um, album. Okay. It was just live in Carnegie Hall, and it was just uh, 
it's a two two CD set, and it's like I think twenty songs like per CD. So it's like it was huge. It's like the first piece. I would love to see a show ever. at Carnegie Hall. It, uh, me too. I've I've been there, <laughs> but I haven't seen anything happen. But I just remember like walking. Like I had my CD player with with my Pete Pete Seeger. <laughs> CD player. Um. Yeah. <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is uh, junior year. Yeah, junior year of high school. And before I was just listening to Pete Seeger the album, and then we went to Carnegie Hall, and you just you just see it, and you can just like imagine like. What, so yeah, that what it, the experience of actually yeah. hearing it and then seeing where it yeah actually happened for sure for and sure it was just a historic, um, for me a historic moment in music history and like that I got to see where it actually happened because yeah that was, stuff fascinates yeah. me too yeah that's cool yeah. that's why cool. I was on a mission to go find a Pink Floyd yeah. album cover right like, in the yeah. middle of nowhere that's, that's just fascinating to me no way cool well yes as I was saying thanks for joining uh-huh. us on this week's episode of Soundwave new episodes are released every Thursday usually uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> next week we want to try and review Coco Rosie maybe yeah uh, Sugar Rose's Kevker, whatever we said earlier. Yeah. Uh, and Savage's Silence Yourself. I was, They've been kind of blowing up here lately. Uh, and basically, the lead singer sounds just like Susie Sue from Susie Sue and the Banshees. And it's mm-hmm. kind of on par with Joy Division in a way, too. And it mm-hmm. really doesn't seem like it should be recorded at this time. So I was going to go get that album and maybe review that. I don't know. We'll see. That's one of those bands that I always ask you about. I'm like, who is this? Yeah, they've yeah. been playing one song on the current all the time. And yeah. every time yeah. they stop after they get done they talk about it and I guess they're playing a sold out show here and everything and they're like okay if anybody knows afterwards if the lead singer can still talk after she sings let us know right because she's just screeching it like Susie Sue uh huh right um next the theme next week is our three stripper songs Kelsey will you tell us what a stripper song is like where where did this come from Where did it come from? Or never mind. Just what, I mean, what, are, what am I saying when I say you're three stripper songs? What three songs would you strip to? I guess I, I guess it started with Serena and I, and possibly a few others. But like, it's always been like a thing we've talked about with like our group of friends, like the girls. I don't know why we've decided to pick songs that we'd strip to, but we had like apparently we know better than strippers <laughs> what they should be fucking stripping to because they pick terrible songs. So like American Girl when I was in Nashville, yeah. that was weird. Uh, Serena's, what's hers? It's uh, Fame, right? Fame, yeah. Fame by David Bowie. So, yeah, we're going to tell you what three songs we would strip to at a strip club, I guess. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, For updates and more information about Soundwave or our other shows, maybe even a weekly blog from Carlos that it's been a while, uh, go like (laughs) us on Facebook (laughs) at Blind Ninja Studios, or you can even follow us on Twitter at Blind underscore Ninja. New episodes of Department of Offense is this Saturday. You can go listen live at Mixler.com and even interact with us. See our yeah, Facebook for more it. information. Yeah, we want you to interact with us, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Our other show, Tabletop Theater, will take you into the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing at its best. This month's quest is The Minds of Madness. And I think mm-hmm. it's over this week, actually. Oh. All shows are available through iTunes, or you can stream them on our website, blindinterstudios.com. Questions, comments, any kind of feedback, email us at feedback at blindinterstudios.com. Uh, message us on Facebook, and I think next week might be my last week. Oh, man. I don't know if I'll have time to I'll have to wake up the next morning. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm leaving for Japan. I guess I haven't really said that, but I'm leaving for Japan for six months, and I don't know who's taking over the show yet. All right. So to be continued. We'll oh, see you again man. next week. See ya. Yeah.